Welcome back to House on Carrion Hill, House of Bob's cosmic horror adventure played in Pathfinder 2nd Edition in the Galarian campaign setting. Hi, I'm Dan. I'm playing Willen Dappen, the gnome wizard. Hi, I'm Jeanette. I'm playing Bimkin, the long snout rat oracle. Hey, I'm Schubert. I am playing Nibnub, the razor-tooth goblin fighter. I'm Trevor, and I'll be playing Theobald, the orc investigator. And I'm Sean, your game master. If you like what we do and you want to support the show, visit us at patreon.com slash the house of Bob. Last time on House on Carrion Hill, Tom and the boys work their way through the strange halls of Crove's Asylum, searching through the good doctor's offices and rifling through his notes. They open door after door, attempting to avoid confrontations with the asylum's denizens and unwittingly stumble directly into Keeper Crove himself. And today, we fade in on a crackling fire in the center of an animal hide hut. An orc woman dressed in furs kneels beside a sleeping child and drags the covers of a blanket up over him. The boy shivers in his sleep, quivering and jolting slightly as he dreams. She touches his forehead lightly to try to calm him. A large hand pulls open the flap of the hut and a massive bare-chested orc man steps in from the cold. His tusks gleam in the firelight. He stares down at the boy in disdain. He still has the nightmares. The mother looks up. He does. The man grunts, looks around the tent at the woman's and the boy's belongings. After a moment, he squats next to the fire and turns his gaze to stare hard at the boy. Then he goes to the dream talker. He will be one of them. I'll not have him in my war band. The mother bites her lip, eyes squeeze shut in pain. Please, don't do this. He will be a strong warrior. This is the way it must be. He is a liability. The mother continues to plead her case, blood running from her bitten lip. The heat of the fire radiates an intensity to match, and both orcs stand back away, too busy with their own motives and arguments to notice such unnatural heat from such a seemingly normal fire. Sweat beads off the boy, and he softly groans, twists, and begins a slow, tensing coil as if holding back some deep force. The orc man growls, My word is final. Outside, a trio of orcs tend to fire in the middle of the warband's camp, watching sparks from their fire spill up into the sky like fluttering moths. A clamor breaks the calm and draws their attention to the huts. As they strain their ears to find the source, the creak of crickets and trill of nightbirds falls to a hush, and all that remains is a deep, distant silence. And then, sudden screams from the huts send them to their feet, and weapons appear in their hands, huge axes and spiked clubs. Then from the dark, a massive shape flies through the air, landing at their feet with a crash. The hides and framework of an entire hut ripped from its pegs and lashings. There's a pained howl, screaming, and scraping and slithering of something humongous in the dark. Three warriors look on, weapons raised but shaking in their hands as fear and disbelief wash over their face. And so we left last session, Theobald confronting Keeper Crove. The last thing he said to you was, the hungry and desperate masses will lay down at my feet in worship. Theobald, I saved you before. And if you won't be the first to grovel on this, the cusp of my victory, then I'll just have to make you beg. And you're all going to roll initiative. Theobald rolled a 12 for initiative. Not bad. Not great. Willen? Willen got a 15. Okay. And Bimkin? Bimkin also got a 15. Oh, which of you has the higher dex bonus? Plus three. Okay. So Bimkin will go before Willen. And, and Mr. Nibnub? 20. Okay. Now this was brought up between sessions that Theobald and Crove were having a bit of a conversation there may have been a little bit of time for uh, the companions, the boys, really, to get something done in that time. I'll give each of you two actions to do something, as long as it's something you could do more or less covertly without drawing Crove's attention to you. So, around the horn, Bimkin, Nibnub, Willen, you each have about two actions to surreptitiously do something 
So I'm going to say, like, casting a spell is probably going to draw his attention. It would be too much. You would interrupt the flow of the conversation. What if you're casting the spell behind your back? <laughs> uh, and looking away. Could you, yeah, could you roll, like, maybe a stealth to try to do something that would normally yeah. be uh, kind yeah. of obvious? Okay. I would say that's okay. With the caveat that if you critically fail the stealth, you don't get the action at all. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. I have one thing I want to do. What are you doing, Willen? I'm going to take out two bottles. Mm-hmm. I have an alchemist's fire and a bottled lightning. Okay. And I'm going to pass the alchemist fire to Nibnub. So you got two bottles in your hands. That's two actions. You've drawn two. Oh, okay. Then I don't pass one to... <laughs> You're just okay, fine. I, uh, <laughs> I draw one bottle then, and then I pass it to Nibnub. Why? Why are you giving it to me? <laughs> just in case you have to do anything ranged. Here's here's the thing. I I don't want to poo poo that idea, but Nibnub does have his stabby stick in his hand already, so he doesn't have a free hand. He's only got one arm. Okay, just put it in your mouth. <laughs> Don't drink this. <laughs> Hold it. Stay. So why don't we say, Dan, you've got you've got one of All those right. potions in your hand and you're you got it. You're ready. Okay. Okay. Bimkin? Bimkin's gonna subtly try to cast spiritual weapon behind his back. Okay. Oh, that's way smarter. And so he's just gonna try to do it subtly like he's trying to tuck in his shirt or something. Well, and like looking at the map, you're kind of in the next room still. So I feel like you, you, you've you got a, the opportunity here to do something like that without drawing too much attention. So go for it. Give me that stealth check. 29. Cool. All right. And your spiritual weapon is the rat dagger, is it not? Correct. Where would you summon it? Just into my hand, just behind okay. my back. Okay, so it's right yep. beside you. Okay. And uh, Nibnub. So Nibnub, I think, is going to try to... It's going to pull out one of his poison vials that he's gotten in his travels. It's going to grab his lethargy poison mm-hmm. and apply some to his stabby stick. You guys found that last session in the surgery room. And so with that, we begin the battle with Crove. He goes first. Rolled a 34 on initiative. Oh, no. He is going to first cast a spell. And as the spell completes you see his body begin to like flicker and zip in and out of visibility, almost like static on a TV screen. And then he says, show them what it means to be in the dark. And he suddenly disappears from your view as a massive black sheet falls from the ceiling on top of Theobald. (laughs) But the sheet is alive. What? (laughs) <laughs> Looks like it's curtains for you, Theo. <laughs> <laughs> Our retinas are detaching. That does not look like a curtain. No, well, think a big black cloak or like a big black sheet of fabric that has all of these tentacly tendrils. That curtain's got teeth. Big, yeah, and a big gaping mouth like a manta ray just... <laughs> falls from the ceiling and lands on top of Theobald's head and is going to envelop Theobald. This is going to be an attack roll against your reflex DC. So that'd be 22. All right, so I got a 22, so that matches. Yes. So it succeeds. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That means Theobald is restrained as this creature, like, gives him a big old manta ray bear hug. Restrained means you are flat-footed, immobilized, basically a bunch of bad stuff like that. Flat-footed, immobilized, uh, you cannot use any actions with the attack or manipulate traits except to attempt to escape or force open your bonds. Hmm. That's what you know so far. That's that creature's two actions. And then Crow winks out. Oh, damn. Wait, so does he disappear, literally? From your view, yes, he disappears. And he does not reappear. Theobald's a little bit closer to him. Would he notice that he would have, like, blipped You are in completely en- enveloped in a cloaker. All right. Bimkin, your turn. So I was just looking at fairy fire? Yes. 
I'm wondering if I can cast that, but I think I should move. And then I'll cast Fairy Fire. So Bimkin moves through the door and around the corner into the southwest corner of the room. We don't know if Crove is still there, though, do we? No, but if he is, then I would be able to see him. Okay. Can you cast that multiple times? I could cast it again if he happens okay. to be somewhere else. I do have some glitter dust as well. Because mm-hmm. I'm assuming he had to cast right. that creature, so he probably didn't have that much movement. Or I guess maybe he did. Okay, so I, I cast that, and everybody gets outlined, and if he happens to be there. Within this area that you've lined outlined? Yeah. All right. So the cloaker is outlined in this glittering dust. You see a vaguely Theobald shape beneath it, like he had thrown a blanket over himself or something. But you do not see any outlines of anybody else. Grove is not in this space. Okay, I'm done. Okay, Will and go ahead. So I still have the alchemist fire in my hand, and I see this horrifically ugly hat on Theo. (laughs) (laughs) Theo, this may hurt a little. Uh Oh, (laughs) oh God. Can I just, like, smash it on him? Like, do I even need to throw it? You do still need to make an attack roll. I got a 10 to hit. A 10 is a miss. Oh, and no. is, in fact, a critical fail. Oh, no. <laughs> when throwing Alchemist Fire, you're oh, no. going to take the splash damage. <laughs> so that means that. Hurt me a <laughs> Why do you keep doing this? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop throwing things. He just like yeah. throws it up at the ceiling and it falls back down. <laughs> one point of fire damage to you. Just one point to Willen. Yeah, but he still has two actions. I'm surprised I didn't okay. get hit by that. Well, he still has two actions. All right, let's do something that I know works. I'm going to do a chill touch. All right, so roll for chill touch, or do you I roll, roll. saves? <laughs> okay, is it fort reflex <laughs> yeah, or will? fortitude, DC 21. All right, I got a 28. Okay, so he'll take six damage. All right, so the cloaker will take three damage, and Theobald will take three damage. Oh, no. And now it's Nibnub's turn. Is Theobald taking damage when the cloaker is dealt damage? Yeah, as, as the chill touch hits the cloaker... You see that it shrinks back a little bit, but then in doing so, it also constricts in on Theobald. And you oh, hear no. a yelp, an orcish yelp from inside. Yelp? Oh, no. I got to rip it off him. Nimnub is going to try to, with his mouth, with his teeth, grab mm-hmm. onto this thing, onto one of its tentacly appendages, and he's going to try to rip it off of Theo. Okay. I'm going to get you to do an aid for him. You can make an athletics check or an unarmed attack roll, your bite attack roll. The DC is 20. Sure. I will use my uh, bite. 34. Okay. That's going to be a plus three bonus to Theobald to escape on his turn. Nice. Nice. Thank you. As you pull and tear at the cloaker's body, you have one action left. All right. So with my action, I will attempt to grapple it as well. So I'm going to try to grab onto the thing so that at least I'm holding it just as much as it's holding Theo. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Okay. Is that athletics as well? Yes. Uh, With a multiple attack penalty. Just nine. Not enough. And I'm going to say out loud on my turn. That's my free action. Crove, get back here. We got to kill you before that other thing comes in here and kills you. (laughs) It's It's good to be clear. Yeah, yeah. We got to tell him what's what. Because no one's going to be able to hear me underneath this thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That brings us to Theobald. Theobald, what are you going to do? I want to try and break free from its constraints. Okay. What kind of a role do I need to do for that? Athletics, acrobatics, or unarmed attack with a plus three bonus from Nibnub. I'm going to do an unarmed attack. Theobald rolled a 33. All right, so you reach up. And with Nibnub giving an assistive pull, you peel it off of you like a wet towel and throw it, just suplex it down on the ground. And it immediately begins to unfurl itself again and screech. Coming for you again. Gross. You got two actions left. What, What do you do? I have Eldrin's heart in my hand, so I'm going to strike it with Eldrin's heart. Is that like a minus five for a second attack? 
That's right. But you notice that as you raise it up, the light from the blade is just glaring super bright. And you can see this creature is actually like recoiling from it. Amazing. That's good to know. I'm happy about that. Uh, So with Eldrin's bright and shiny heart, I lift up my sword and I roll a 23 to stab it on the ground. That's a hit. Yes. And then damage. 14. Plus another d6 for Bane. Nice. 14 plus 5. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. Ooh, nice. nice. 19 points of damage cut straight through this creature's flapping fan-like cloaker manta ray wings, and it screeches in pain. You have one action left. Can I knock a chair over so that the chair falls onto it so that now there's a piece of furniture on top of this thing that's lying flat? Because like the way I'm imagining this is it's this wet towel I threw onto the ground. I stabbed into this wet towel, but like I don't want anybody to like fall into it. So I'm just going to like knock over Crove's chair just so it falls back. Let's call that a grapple attempt. So make an athletics check. Nice. Give him the chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is really turning into a WWE yeah. match. Get on the top row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I stand on the table and I elbows. <laughs> it's the people's Atomic elbow. elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Tom and the boys aren't going to let you off easy. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Brecken giver. 21. Yes. <laughs> you ball froze the chair. <laughs> that is unfortunately a fail. And the chair gets oh, no. knocked to the side as this thing is flapping and fluttering to get back up to grab onto one of you again. Uh. And that brings us back up to Crove's turn. And I think this creature is now going to do something called an infrasonic moan. So its whole like body begins to vibrate. Its mouth opens wide and these sonic waves start to warp and vibrate the entire room. I need everybody to make a will save. Oh no. Oh no. All right, Bimkin, what'd you get? 13. Oh no. Oh no. That's oh, no. a critical fail. Oh God. <gasps> Oh, no, that means I failed for sure, too, then. I got a 17. Willen also fails. Theobald. Theobald rolled a 22. That is also a fail. No. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. Why are you so mean? I'm so mean. And Nibnub. I actually rolled a nat 20, and so 28 in total. So you are fine. So everybody except for Nibnub is hit by this stupor effect. Oh, sorry. That's a, a single creature. So instead you're hit with nausea, a 30-foot emanation. Each creature within falls prone and becomes sickened too. Oh. That is the three of you, sickened and prone. Nibnub, you're standing there looking around like, what are you talking about? I can't be made any more stupid. <laughs> <laughs> For those at home, sickened, means you feel ill. You take a status penalty equal to the value on your checks and DCs. That means all checks, including attack rolls, and all DCs, including ACs. You can't willingly ingest anything, including elixirs and potions, while you're sickened. You can spend a single action retching an attempt to recover, which lets you immediately make a fortitude save against the original effect. On a success, you reduce the sickened value by one. And it's Bimkin's turn. Retching is one action? Yes. <laughs> okay, so Bimkin is going to do a full round <laughs> retching action. <laughs> so this thing has gone back up into the air? It's kind of hovering like right above the surface of the ground and it just unleashed this burst of almost like a brown note, but like a puke note. Okay, so he just looks up at this thing and then starts to projectile vomit. <laughs> All right, make a fortitude save. <laughs> 27. All right, you go to second one. Nice. Okay. And then we still don't know what this thing is. No. So maybe I will do a knowledge check to see what it is. Okay. That would be an occultism. Oh, no. My occultism is really terrible. 
Three. <laughs> this magical umbrella is attacking you and you don't know what to do about it. I'm pretty sure this is vampire umbrella. <laughs> Don't touch it. It will hurt you with its stubble. Uh, you got you got stubble. You got one action left. Are you going to sustain the spiritual weapon? Yes, I am. Okay. I will sustain it, and that allows me to move it yep. and attack with it as well. Yep. So that's what I'm going to do. 25. 25 is a hit. Five damage. The rat dagger plunges into the back of the cloaker, stabbing repeatedly. It is now Willen's turn. Like many other people, seeing someone vomit triggers something within <laughs> him. <laughs> and he's going to unload. <laughs> 21 fortitude. That is a fail. Oh no, ah. you swallow it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got two more actions, Will, and you could try to keep doing that to clear the effect. Keep heaving. You're also lying flat on the ground right now. Okay, I will stand up. Okay. And then I will try to throw up again. <laughs> 13. 13 is also a fail, so still sick in two. I'm not going to be able to make that DC. That's really hard. You're rolling pretty poorly. Nibnub, it is your turn. What are you guys all freaking out about? It's it's just a vampire umbrella, like Rat Guy said. <laughs> and you kill it. Alright, here it goes. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill it. I'm thinking on my first attack I'll do a power attack. Okay. Twenty-five to hit with my power attack. But bam, that is a solid bite. What's the damage? Seventeen damage. All right, this thing is looking, I would say, badly injured so far. What else can we do to it? All right, let's see. One more attack. 28 to hit. Yeah. 10 damage. Solid. This thing is looking, you know, pretty bad for all of this uh, attacks you've been doing. The umbrella is getting tattered, and it is Theobald's turn. Theobald will stand up, mm -hmm. and then Theobald will fortitude save to try and throw up. Okay. Uh, 27. All right. You go down to second one. Yes. Oh, and then Eldrin's heart pulling that sword while it's still out. It's always been out. And just sort of like my shiny stick. I come down to strike. Last action. Here it goes. Hiya. 14. Ooh, not enough. Yeah. I hit the chair. Yes. <laughs> At this point, I'd like everybody to make a perception check. Bimkin got a 26. 16 for Nimna. Same. 16 for Willen. Uh, 16 for Theobald. Ooh, huh. 16's all around. Nice. Wow. Uh, well, Bimkin, you hear the sound of a door. You hear the, the doorknob clunk and then of a door swinging open really hard out in the hallway behind you. And it is the cloaker's turn. When you say behind us, do you mean like to the... Through West? the door you guys entered from. Okay. Can I yell that out or do I have to wait for my turn? You're next, so after the cloaker, so you could uh, freely tell everyone that. In character, though. During my turn? Do it right now. I don't care. Oh, oh there's a door open. I, I think from the... Uh, where we came from. <laughs> I say it's very chill and cool. <laughs> there's nothing going on to worry about. We're kind of in the middle of a fight right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worried about doors. All right. Cloaker's going to attack again. It's got <laughs> oh, its choice of targets here. That's going to go for Theobald. So that is going to be a jaw strike to start. 31. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that connects. Is, is that, that a critical? critical? That's 10 over my AC. Yes. All right. So a critical from the bite is going to be 30 points of damage. Oh, no. oh, my goodness. How dare he? Oh, yeah, I was at 62. Now I'm at... 32. As it takes that three-dimensionally to the mouth and bites Theobald, <laughs> the tail lashes and is going to strike out against Nibnub. Oh. A 27 oh, no. to hit. Yeah, that hits. 13 points of slashing damage. Ouch. Okay. Last action. It's going to attempt to envelop one of you once again. Going for Nibnub. So this is going to be... 19 against your reflex DC. That would be 22. All right, so 19 is a miss. You are not enveloped. 
get away from me, you freaking garbage bag. <laughs> and it is Bimkin's turn, prone and sickened on the ground. What do you do? Okay, I will, first of all, try to stab it again before I vomit. Okay, with the with the rat yeah, dagger. So he's going to just reach out his hand, motion, stabby motions. Oh, no. I got a nine. Is that a critical fail? Yeah. That sucks. That is a miss. Nothing happens. The dagger swings wide. So he starts like crying and then vomiting <laughs> in the shame and sickness. What is happening to you? <laughs> oh no, 14. You are still sickened. Okay, so then he like wipes his mouth with his hand and with the same hand he reaches out to touch Theo to heal him, which I can do for one action. It's a... 1d8, but still. Seven. Oh, thank you. All right. Willen. Willen's also going to... Uh, well, not yet. He's going to vomit after. First, he's going to attack. So he's going to try his chill touch again. Mm-hmm. So make a DC fortitude, 19. Natural one. Heck Ooh. yeah. Oh. Nice. Oh. Well... That wasn't my best roll. I did eight damage. All right, so double that. He takes 16 points of negative energy damage. Nice. I wish I could do one more thing. You have one more action. It's time to vomit. And then he... (laughs) 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 Oh, no. (laughs) No, he still still can't get it up. Just... just (laughs) He got a 10. Just heaving. Yeah. All right. Nibnub. Your turn. All right. I'll finish this thing off. Man, you guys got to pull yourselves together. (laughs) (laughs) And you, you got to learn to shave. Go with the grain. (laughs) Just like motioning it. And my first attack with my teeth is going to be 28. 28 is a hit. 10 damage. 10 damage is exactly how many hit points it had left. Yeah! Yeah. Disappears into thin air. Whoa. That's not satisfying. You have two actions left. (laughs) I'm going to try to run around and uh, find out where Mr. Disappearing Man went off to. So Okay, now we can worry about that door thing. Right. In this room that you're in, Mm -hmm. there's a closed door on the far side, straight ahead of you. And to your south, on the far end of the room, there is an open door, which looks like it was built to be concealed. Mm. Okay. And the south door that's open, that's the direction where I last saw Crove, correct? Right. Yeah. He was last standing, like, right in front of the door. Yeah. So my guess is he slipped in. Like, I'm guessing he didn't dive through us. I'm guessing he just slipped out backwards. So Mm -hmm. my first uh, action after I kill the cloaker will be to run over to that door. You see a hall extending about 20 feet to the south that then turns to the west. All right. I'm going to start running down it. I'm going to say, get yourselves together and follow me. And I run all the way down to the end of the hallway with that move action. And I have one action left. I haven't run into anything yet, so I'm going to keep going. Right, so as you turn the corner, you see the set of stairs that you originally came down to the basement through. And it seems that there was a secret door to this hallway that you guys missed earlier. Mm. Oh, all right. I'm going to run towards the secret door. So to the south, you see that another door has been opened. A door that when you originally came here, you heard people arguing on the other side. Uh Uh-oh. Now you look through this door, you see four men chained up to a table in the center of a room. The green floor made of this like weirdly green, shiny tile covers the entire space. These four men chained to the table are currently shaking vibrating back and forth and stimming and like slapping the sides of their heads. He's here. He's here. He's here. He's here. Yes. Uh, he's here. He's here. Where, and they're just, where is they're he? They're just like chanting. Where is his, here? And they all look to the south at the same time down this dark hallway that you see further beyond. And you see oh, Crow running full tilt him. away from you. All right. I'm going to run straight after him. I have five more feet of movement on my turn. Okay. <laughs> so Amazing. 
Hopefully these guys don't hit me as I run past them. Thanks for the tip, guys. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You're all right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And that's the end of my turn. All right. Theobald, it is your turn. You are still sickened one, I think. I'm going to heave one last heave to Mm -hmm. work at getting this out of my system. Oh, Theobald rolls a 20. No good. Uh, Well, then he's just going to like jog as far as he can go being (laughs) sickened. Like when you're sickened, your speed decreases, I imagine? No, just your DCs and attack rolls. Oh, okay. Well, then uh, I'm going to spend the next two actions following Nibnub. Theo, you made it. Yeah. I mean, Tom. Yes. All right. That brings us back around to Keeper Walder Crove. It is his turn. He looks over his shoulder, sees that he is being hotly pursued by Theobald and Nibnub, and he is going to... You'll only make it worse. (laughs) You'll die tired. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You'll die dead. <laughs> That's stupid. You're stupid. Wait a minute. Duh. His disembodied voice echoing down the hallway. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> I'm going to pull out an old favorite here. And uh, he turns, looks over his shoulder, and from his hands emerges this sticky big ball of webs that launches into the green room and explodes, covering everything. Oh. And he will spend his last action running. You still notice that he's still doing that jittery, like... Annoying. And then Nibnub, you can still see him down the hallway. As he gets to that end of that movement, he blinks out of existence and then back into existence 10 feet ahead of himself again. Hmm. And up, 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 So this door that opened? Yeah. Does it sound like it's in the next room? You would say it's like from the room you just came in and then down the hall. Can I hear any commotion? Lots of commotion Okay, now. so I'm going to vomit. Yep. One last time. Hopefully. 27. Success. You are no longer sickened one. You are sickened zero. You're so good at that. <laughs> Thank you. I've had lots of practice. <laughs> And then he will move out of this room. Standing up with your second action? Yes. Okay. And then I will move. And you can see Nibnum now. And he waves at Nibnum. Hello. <laughs> Hello Nibnum there. seems busy. <laughs> <laughs> and Willen, it is your turn. All right. I'm going to ignore vomiting because it's really not working for me. So can I do three rounds of running? Well, you're going to hit a web in a minute here, but for sure you can so, get started on it anyways. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. What would clear the web? Make an arcana check. 15. Not super good. I'll give you a bonus since you have encountered web before. You know each square of the web can be cleared by a single attack or effect that deals at least five slashing damage or one point of fire damage. Hmm... If I had like a fire cantrip, that would be ideal, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to waste any uh, spells on this. Or even just using a torch. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good idea. Do you have a torch? I have an ever-burning torch. Is that an actual fire? I don't think ever-burning torches do fire damage. Generates no heat. No. Okay. And you're out of alchemist fire. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, I'm going in. And I (laughs) step into the web. I see fireball on your list. (laughs) <laughs> I also see a lot of uh, chained people to tables or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please don't. Yeah, no. as someone in the, like the line of fire. You're going to step into the web? Yep. So when you first step into the web, I'm going to get you to make me an athletics or reflex check. Actually, let me roll this back. I'm going to, right before I hit the web, so I'm going to try to throw up. Okay. Because all my, all my stuff is like a lot lower, all my, my skills and stuff. So if I can make one roll. Nope, still can't still can't get it up. All right, then that's that's my turn because I rolled an Arcana as well. So that's okay. a lot of bad rolls. Yep. Nibnub, it is your turn. You're surrounded by these like now web-covered, chattering, insane asylum patients. Ah, 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 I can't handle this. It's too much stimulation. Don't worry, it's all going to be over soon. I'm going to go bite that guy. (laughs) 
I'm going to try to work my way through the web. So would the best way to be to bite my way through it and like clear a path? Yeah, I got a couple different choices. You could okay. try to destroy the web along the way. Mm-hmm. Or if you just try and make a move action, you get an athletics or reflex check your choice to beat right. the uh, DC of the web. Me personally, I would appreciate if you destroyed it. Yeah, it would be helpful for everyone else to get through. Everyone else needs to get through. Do you have to roll for like every square or just like once? Yeah, you'd have to roll for each square. Oh. Unless you have something that does fire. Okay. I'm going to say to Tom, I'm going to be like, Tom, we got to clear the web for the rest of the boys. I'm going to start biting the web that I'm surrounded with. I'm just biting it apart. You clear your square. All right. Is that one action? That is one action. I'm going to try to get the next square. Okay. <laughs> you also clear that square. Okay. And on my third action, I will just move 10 feet forward and roll the athletics check to try to move there. Okay. I rolled a net 20. So that is a 36 total. You use an athletics check. You clear the web from the square as well as saving. I'm envisioning it like when a dog gets a bunch of like stuffing from a toy in their (laughs) mouth and they're like trying to get it out. Yeah. (laughs) So I was like eating through the web. It's like doing the head shake rip. Yeah, I yeah. keep being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you put peanut butter in your mouth. All right, so Nibnob is clearing a path through the web. It is now Theobald's turn. I'm going to do an athletics check to get out of my spot because I imagine I am trapped right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Theobald athleticizes <laughs> or acrobatic. Athletics or reflex. Oh, I'm going to reflex. Theobald rolls a 21 to get out of... That is a fail. You're not immobilized. You are just slowed. You have minus 10 feet to your speed until the start of your next turn. It's like I got a hamstring or something. Yeah, so just consider your speed to be 15 feet instead of 25 until the end of your turn. You can still get out of here, though. Yeah. I'm going to pull out my sword and just slash up this last bit of... Or my sword's always been in my hand. Yeah, slash the last bit. So that's two actions. You have one action left. Theobald continues down the hall, chasing after Crove after having cut through the last bit of the web for uh, the rest of everybody else. That's awesome, Tom. Thank you. You're welcome. So the whole path is cleared now, right? Yeah, the whole path is cleared. You got a straight channel down. This is where I have to make some hard choices. Uh Oh. I mean, you just want to do like lightning bolt right down the line. Uh, if only, if only. Oh, that would I, be brutal. <laughs> I do not have lightning bolt, luckily for you. Because yes, you are all in a straight line. Straight, <laughs> straight through this hallway. This long, like 80 foot hallway. Why did we go in a straight line <laughs> across from a sorcerer? You think you would have learned by now. I think what I'm going to do instead is Crow turns again and fires off another spell at Theobald. These blue chains launch from his hands, beginning to wrap themselves around Theobald. I need you to make a reflex save. Oh, it's a good thing I'm second one. (laughs) Theobald rolls a 27. Ooh, that is a success. That means you are only clumsy one instead of (laughs) restrained. (laughs) (laughs) As you're attempting to force these chains off of you, clumsy for those at home, your movements become clumsy and inexact. You take a status penalty to dexterity-based checks in DCs, including AC, reflex, range attack rolls, and checks that use dexterity. And a minus 10-foot status penalty to your speed for one round. (laughs) Uh, Is there a way to clear clumsy? It will just be gone at the beginning of my next turn. Oh, okay, okay. And then... Crow does a move to end his turn. He is at the end of the southern hallway, right beside a heavy steel door. Bimkin, it is your turn. I'm considering rat rolling, oh, do but I it. think that would mean I would take oh. everyone out. Oh, don't <laughs> do, do it. it. Don't do it. Do it. Do it. Rat roll. Rat roll. But there is a chance I can make it. Because what my movement speed is 25. How much damage would that do to all of us? Yeah, it's like bowling on easy mode. I don't think that much. I think you only do damage if you keep doing it for a second round. 
You have four times your speed, straight line down an incline. If you reach the bottom of the incline or hit an obstacle during this first turn of movement, you stop rolling safely. Otherwise, you automatically keep rolling at this speed during subsequent turns or until you hit the bottom of the incline or obstacle ends this Am movement. I an obstacle? Right, and allies aren't an obstacle. Ally- allies can always get out of the way. So yeah. maybe, well, before I roll, I can just be like, get ready to jump. And then <laughs> yeah, we're ready. Jumps. <laughs> yeah. We, I remember this <laughs> from the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's the measurement here? Uh, exactly 100 feet to him. So your speed's 25? Yes. You are going to get to him exactly and crash into him. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Oh, amazing. so awesome. Just hopefully he doesn't blip out of existence. I'm hoping that maybe he'll fall, but I don't know if that's doable. Jabam! So I just roll down the hallway. All right. You roll directly up to him. You slam into him. First turn of rolling, there's no damage dealt. You still have one action left. I have one action all the way down to him? Yep. I've slammed wow. into him now? Okay. Everything I have is two except for heal, and I don't want to heal him. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I think if you don't spend the action on your dagger, it disappears. Yeah. So I'll just say, if you don't stop moving, I'm going to grab your ankles, and you're not going to be able to move. <laughs> what if, is that an, a, a demoralize? Yes. Intimidate? Okay. <laughs> Roll it. That was so intimidating. I don't think you can <laughs> dodge this one. 18. Oh, that, I'm sorry. That is... Can I use my new uh-huh. point? I feel like <laughs> sure. I don't know. That was a pretty good roll for... Yeah, you rolled pretty four. good on that. You're not going to get much <laughs> I might get an at 20. <laughs> he just adds a little, like, rat growl. Oh, yeah. 13. <laughs> more like a purr. Maybe that deserves a hero point for trying. Well, a hero point for rolling (laughs) all the way there. I think catching up to him absolutely deserves a hero point. Congratulations. Thanks. Use your third or second hero point for it. One more time. (laughs) (laughs) Double or nothing. Willen. Okay. What do you do? So I'm going to move 50 feet south down the hallway towards them and I will... Once again, try to expel some stuff. Nice. Come on. And that's still not good enough, I don't think. That's a 20. No? Nope, it's still not good enough. Really? Uh, that's such a high DC for me. It is pretty high DC, yep. Nibnub. Nibnub is going to charge 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. That's one turn. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. That's my second turn. 10, 15, 20, 25. I guess I stop there then. Okay. That's the end of my turn. Theobald. First and foremost, I attempt to throw up. <laughs> Theobald heaves. Oh, painfully. 13. Fail. Heaves again. 22. Success. Yes. Man. Finally, I throw up. All right. Theobald now has one action left, and I have a 13 speed. Or 15? 15, yeah. Yeah, throw up and then just sneak up right up behind Will and just be like, you can do it too. All right, so back around to Keeper Crow's turn. Theobald is no longer clumsy. Yay! No longer slowed. Nice. Yes! Only Willen remains sickened. <laughs> Keeper Crow looks down at this ragtag group pursuing him down the hallway, sees Bimkin right in front of him, and says, taking a better look at you, Yasoki, I think I recognize you. I think you know what's behind this door. He grabs a doorknob, turns it, slams it open, and then blinks and reappears behind Nibnub. Oh. And then he's going to sprint away. (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, So, Nibnub, you get an attack of opportunity. Hell yeah. I only rolled a four, but that's still a 20. Hero point. Hero point. <laughs> Hero point. Hero point. Hero point. Hero point. Do it. It's the end of the episode. You have, you have to decide before I tell you. Do really? It. Yeah. Do it. Just do it. It's, your last, it's the last you, thing before the episode. Come on. It's a yeah. four. You could totally re-roll you yeah. better yeah. than that. I will uh, use a hero point. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled a three. That is worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Nibnub attempts to grab on to Crove as he begins to sprint to the north away from this open, foreboding door. He misses on the grab, 
Crove sprints straight towards Willen, a wide-eyed look in his face. And just as he gets to Willen, he blinks again, this time appearing on the other side of Theobald. As he goes to continue his sprint for his next turn, he looks over his shoulder and says, I can't say I envy you getting to meet the wolf again. And we'll see you in two weeks. Thanks once again for listening to The House on Carrion Hill, House of Bob's Cosmic Horror Adventure. If you like the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, and you can find us on all your favorite social medias at The House of Bob. As well, come join our Discord, chat with the crew and all our other players and all of our listeners. It's a fun place. We'd like to thank all of our patrons for supporting us on Patreon. If you want to support the show financially, that is the best place to do it right now. Bits of Cake, James, Thomas, Alex, Mortimer, Ben, Connor, Pedrick, Brandon, Team Eamon, Pavel, Christine, Tom, Elias, Mark, Jessica, Scooter, Tyler, Josh, Keith, Blucket12, Tom, Jessica, Kieran, Mike, Sylvia, and Luke. Thank you very much. Artwork for this episode is by me, Sean Makes. Audio production and sound designs by Alex at Astronomic Audio. And music for this episode was provided by Mike Hammock. Roll on! Oh, boy. Ah. Willen. Whose side are you on anyways? <laughs> Just FYI, if you ever do start to see a black curtain falling in front of your eyes, your retina is detaching and you should go see an eye doctor. <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> it's like he's got like terrible stubble. <laughs> he does kind of have terrible stubble, yeah. doesn't he? <laughs> a lot of ingrown hairs, yeah. I've got terrible razor burn. <laughs> That's why I'm so angry. <laughs> Just gonna rub his razor burn all over your face. It's gonna feel gross. Look at these ingrown hairs. <laughs> oh man, we need to somehow share the art of this with the <laughs> listeners. I mean, I'm sure they're painting an amazing picture with their imagination. It's got one of those circular mouths where it's got teeth on yeah, like a, all parts of its mouth. Like one of those worms from Dune. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's got very angry eyes. I can't see the eyes. They're kind it's of a little small and red. Oh, I'm kind yeah, of seeing teeny. it. Theobald's on top his... of the token. Yeah. He's got oh a very heavy set brow. Mm-hmm. He's got a uh, very dark kind of uh, black back with a bright pinkish purplish flesh colored ish. Mm-hmm. He has no uh, chin to speak of, so that's probably what's making him angry as well. Yeah. <laughs> <Probably laughs> Should have never shaved that beard. Trevor, I accidentally gave your token something that you shouldn't have. Um, really? Yeah. I need to. Can you go into effects yeah. on your character sheet and just remove the. I have augmented, augmented summoning. summoning? Sweet. <laughs> you, you, oh, you don't need I'll, that on you. On the blanket. Well, what's that big thing dangling down there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to guess. Okay. That's its leg. <laughs> it has a foot down what? there. <laughs> yeah, we can't see the end of it. Mm-mm. There's toes. It's There's the toes best. on the end of that. You can imagine the end. <laughs> All right. Uh, so it needs Sorry, guys. to make... Give me one second here. Technical issues? It's okay. <laughs> We're going to talk about this thing. <laughs> Could be I mean, a trunk like an elephant. What? Yeah, I feel you like could, it's more likely a trunk than a foot or than a leg, you know? Yeah. Like there's a nose down there, not a foot. That means it's just floating there, which I guess Te- it does. Yeah, I mean, I'm technically saying, it's this draped. This thing has to reproduce somehow, right? Yeah, it's draped over top of me. So presumably it was like suction cups to the wall. So like maybe mm-hmm. it's like a starfish and it like these little spines on its back are actually mm-hmm. its really little feet. Ooh. Yeah. And it like kind of... Like crawls across and then that really long sense. appendage maybe is maybe what we yeah. thought was the stubble is his really little feet. It is kind of starfishy the way, yeah, the bottom of its body is all, yeah, its mouth and yeah, it well, is it kind like of a, a starfish. Looks or like a jellyfish. Yes, yeah. it's yeah, jellyfishy too. But its eyes, right. it's got like a face. <laughs> it does have a face. It's very, I really fishy. like 
to imagine us sort of like taking like just a couple seconds to like talk about this thing before we start uh, stabbing at it. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you know what would be good though is if somebody rolled some kind of check to find out what it is. Oh yeah, there we go. Is That's that a an free action, action we should spend. No, it is not a free action. action. <laughs> but but, action. It, but it, gives, it gives you actual like in-game yeah. benefits. Yeah, it will. <laughs> I shouldn't, I shouldn't look straight up when I tried to throw up. You're just driving. Right back down. Yeah, it's not oh working Oh my God, we're going to make our listeners vomit. Yeah, I was like a fountain <laughs> just aiming straight up and... You can cut all of this That's out. Done. Yeah, no, we're going to pass descriptive. on that. <laughs> You're like Brendan Fraser in The Mummy when he screamed at that mummy. What did Brendan Fraser say? Remind me. <laughs> he just goes, ah! <laughs> After the I Mummy King. I love the 90s movies references. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this podcast will never be updated. <laughs> <laughs> well, the movie's a classic, so we don't have to worry exactly. about it. Exactly. That is brutal. Ouch. And Ouch. I'm jealous about how much damage he's putting out with his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Nib Nub that, is like, that towel. That, Holy yeah. That's actually really impressive. Wow. Yeah, cool. you need to learn how to unhinge your jaw like he does. Yeah. So that it lies flat. I only uh, have it, teeth uh, on two sides. <laughs> yeah. What the heck's my speed limit? Just I think 25. 25. Speed Excellent. limit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't go over your speed limit. So that... <laughs> I'm, I remember this from Sonic. Bimkin's going to bounce over top of Willen mm -hmm. and oh, then no. underneath uh, Nibnub. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you all just start to punch over, then I will launch off of you. Make a ramp <laughs> out of your body. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna get out of the way <laughs> like <laughs> do I get attack of opportunity uh, do you have attack of opportunity on your sheet it's hmm. only a fighter thing oh then just no just say yes <laughs> oh, then I no. wrote it just in, say on, yes. in, on paper <laughs>